0: Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from LivingBreely.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives from money to relationships to careers to entrepreneurship and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. Podcast episodes back to back? Wow, aren't you guys lucky? <laughs> um. Okay, hold on. I need to pull up my notes. Yes, I take notes. Get, we need to get over it. Um. Yesterday's podcast with Delphine Pena is so good. I absolutely love her. Like, when I was editing that podcast, I was like, she has so much passion in her voice and in her delivery. And I love that about her. I think I just ugh, I just love her so much. I can't say I can't say anything more other than like I really really love the work that she's doing for women. I think it's exactly what we need. And I know I say that about a lot of guests, but and I don't like you know, one doesn't outweigh the other. I just I feel really grateful that I get to connect with women that are so connected to like a collective for women of just wanting to do better and be better and help women feel good about themselves. Um, Not that men don't have problems and like confidence issues and stuff. Um, I mean, I'm sure that they do. I don't know. I'm not a man, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, you know, women, I think right now are really making huge strides in the type of work that we're doing. I think we're changing the workplace. I think we just have so much potential and there's so much growth. I know we've had some setbacks this year. I'm not going to get political on here, but I know that women in general have had some setbacks this year, but I do think that we're still making progress personally. Um, that's just my little spiel. Um, trying to think okay so this podcast is all about my three biggest lessons from this year and I hope and I just like I love this time of year I love and I hate it one it's it a little bit stressful I get very stressed out around the holidays I put a ton of pressure on myself I don't know why um but it really like messes with my mood I just I, there's a lot of pressure you know you have to go to like different families' houses and like gift giving and cooking and traveling. And it's just, it's a lot. I don't, I prefer holidays that are laid back. I just like to take time to relax, (laughs) honestly. And so that's kind of what my emphasis was. But then also this time, it makes me reflect a lot about what this year has looked like for me. And it's honestly been been a roller coaster. I think it wasn't the most difficult year of my life, but it was definitely a year of persevering and just pushing through a lot and a lot of breakthroughs and quite honestly, a lot of failure. I think I've really come to terms with the word failure and like not having such a negative stigma. I think you know, people are like, I don't like to use the word failure. Okay, let's call it what it is. It's a failure. If you sucked at something, you sucked at it. Just own it. Don't try to like change it and like make it sound, make it a different word just to make yourself feel better. Um, if you failed, you failed. <laughs> Period. The end. Let's just move on from it. Um, I've failed a lot more this year than I have won. And I'm okay with that. I think I will continue to fail. I think like I've probably tried 167 new things and maybe to be generous, seven of those things have worked out and have done well. I'm okay with that. Seven is awesome. Yeah, if you look at it statistically, like "Mm, that's not that great, Brie. Um, but the things that I've tried and the things that I've sucked at, like at least I can say that I tried them and at least I can learn something from them and take that into the new year. That's what I'm really just trying to focus on this this time or this, around this time, I guess. Uh, yeah, lots of failures. I'm not going to get into them here because I just feel like that's not the podcast to do it on. This one, like I want it to kind of be... Cheery and happy and like energetic as we're going into the new year. Hold on. Let me drink some water I'm still getting over all the salt from the turkey (sighs) How annoying is that that's so annoying right when someone drinks and they go (sighs) (laughs) That's my favorite noise to make um yeah, like I said a lot of things have failed and that's okay I'm totally fine with it. I'm grateful that I get to fail um super grateful because you know if things suck and they don't work out at least you tried like i don't want to be one of those people who at the end of my life like looks at my back and i'm like i could have done so many scared so many things but i was too scared to do them i don't want to be a little like you know baby about stuff i who cares who freaking cares i have spent so much t- time in my life worrying about Sucking at something, worrying about trying to impress people, and on quite honestly, I'm over it. Which brings me into my next point. Instead of doing New Year's resolutions, like come on, it's so fucking antiquated. Like, can we just move on? You don't need more things to add to the list. Like, people who are like, I'm gonna like work out every single day this year. Um, no, you're fucking not. Sorry to break it to you, you're not gonna work out every single day of the year. It's just not gonna happen. Someone's gonna get sick you might have to work late, something might happen, like you don't know what's going to happen in 365 days. And plus, I feel like New Year's resolutions always add things to my plate. Anytime I've wanted to do a resolution, it like adds 10 things to, to my plate to do. And I'm over it. I'm so over it. So this year, what I'm doing is I'm giving things up. I'm giving shit up that I don't need. I've gone through my closet, I've donated, I've cleaned, I'm throwing things away, I'm burning things, I'm don't, like I said, Goodwill has loved me the last couple of weeks because I'm just throwing out a lot of stuff that I don't, a lot of crap, quite frankly, that I don't use. And I'm totally a okay with it. And some of the things that I really want to let go of this year are going to be typed up. I'm working on a blog post right now. Um, I'm gonna try and finish it tonight and then edit it and have it up by Saturday. I I just wanna let go of things. Like I just don't think it's fair to add more things to my plate. I'm tired of feeling guilty about stuff. I want I think if you want to make space in your life for certain things, if you wanna make space to start a business, if you want to make space to start a blog, if you want to make space to start a new diet or to do all of these, like, quote, New Year's resolution thingies that you people do, you people, that people do, human beings do, you have to let go of certain things in order to make, to carve out space for the things that you actually want to do. Do you know how many times I went out to bars and clubs and parties and, like, things that I didn't even want to do, but I felt obligated to do it. And then because of that, I sacrificed. Maybe I could have been writing a blog post. Maybe I could have been doing something different that I actually wanted to do, but I felt all of my friends are going on this booze cruise, so I better go too. Part of the reason why I gave up drinking, (laughs) because I'm tired of just spending my time doing things that actually don't matter to me or doing, involving myself with people who don't have my best interest or who don't believe in me or don't want what's best for themselves, which in return reflects that they don't want the best for me either. So yeah, it's just, you know, I know I'm getting a little ranty here, but that's what it is. Anyway, my three biggest lessons that I've had this year. Health is number one always practice self-care sleep well eat well I think this was a huge deal for me this year uh, because I was kind of going down I don't want to say dangerous path like I was like in danger Um, but I was going down this path where I was ordering a lot of food not moving as much as I should have and that really indirectly directly impacted my business. When I'm not sleeping, my business isn't moving forward. I am not the type of person who can be like, I only slept six hours and I'm good. No, this girl needs eight to nine hours every night. <laughs> and when I don't get it, you better run. Run for the fucking hills because I am not nice when I don't sleep. Um when I'm eating french fries and burgers, love a burger, love some French fries but that shit slows you down, okay? My business isn't hitting goals because I feel like crap for half a day, two days, and I'm not able to complete certain things, I'm all over the place, and when I'm not taking time for myself, I'm losing this really strong sense of self that I feel like I've had to cultivate over the last year, and that clarity and that focus of what my goals are for the business, what my goals are for myself, And I need that clarity and focus in my business in order to execute. So if I'm not taking time out to do what I want to do, whether that's like watching an hour of Netflix or reading or taking my dog for a walk or doing a a face mask or scheduling a massage or whatever whatever it is, if I'm not doing that for myself, I'm really letting myself down and I'm letting my goals down. So I really want to put health as my number one priority this year. Um, I think these are all important things that I'm going to go over. My three biggest lessons are all (laughs) important, but I think everything starts from my health and really taking it seriously and really making sure that I'm able to operate at a higher level than I was this year. And I think I've caught on to that later in the year, and I wish I would have caught on to it earlier in the year. So, I'm really going to be stepping it up and it's not all going to be celery juice and yoga classes, but maybe it's just sleeping more. Maybe it's having stricter business hours um, because what I've gotten caught up in and one of the things I want to let go of is staying up late. I personally am very creative at night. Um, That's when I do the best writing. And what I've noticed is that when I start writing at 10, I will write till 1.30 a.m. And then I you know, have a hard time falling asleep, and then I wake up at 8 and, or 7.30, 8 o'clock, and I'm, like, groggy and tired, and so I really want to try to make an effort that if I'm gonna write at night, that it's maybe right after dinner, oh, and I'm only writing for one or two hours, I'm gonna, tr- like, I'm just gonna tr- kind of move things around and make sure that I'm letting go of staying up late and really focusing on getting those solid eight to nine hours every night the second thing uh being aligned with your center and operating from there i feel like this helps me with being intentional with i feel like how do i phrase this because when i say center people are like oh it's so woo woo i don't necessarily know if it's your center but more so your why If you don't believe in like having that foundation of like being connected to your higher self, I know it's not everyone's jam. That's cool. Whatever. um, But I think you at least have to be connected to your why. And I think that helps with being intentional with your time and your activities. I just really feel connected to the word alignment these days. I want to be aligned with who I am and what I want. And anything else just doesn't matter to me. And In order to be aligned with who I am and what I want, I have to actually know who I am and what I want. Any client who has ever worked with me, I always, I spend like one entire session going over their why statement. Like, why do you want to do something? Why do you want to be, you know, a blogger? Why do you want to start your own business? Why do you want what you want? If it's 10,000 Instagram followers, if it's YouTube subscribers, if it's, engagement if it's you know a business or whatever it is why that's my first question why the how you can fit anyone can figure out you know you set up a business it it's very logical and systematic setting up a business but your why has to be the thing that like ties it all together and that is why I think completing exercises like what's your why and writing down goals is so so crucial And it's okay to play with this idea of your ideal self and true self. I totally like took this in a really weird direction. Sorry, guys. So your ideal self and your true self, what are they? So your ideal self is like the self that you're aspiring to be. Like this is how you envision yourself almost. Like if you were to sit down and be like, this is like me when I am connected to my why, when I'm fulfilled, when I'm healthy, when I'm... Whatever your terms of successful, your definition of successful is, when I am at my optimal levels, that is your ideal self and your true self is who you are in reality right now. And I think when there's this cognitive dissonance between your ideal self and your true self, that is when things like anxiety and depression hit. Not a doctor, disclaimer, um... Again, you know, if you have mental health issues, please go see an actual medical health professional, not just listening to me. Um, but I notice that when I, I get more sad, when I'm too, when I'm not in, there's like a spectrum, when I'm not in that middle of my ideal self and my true self, if I'm too far into my ideal self and I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I'm not even close to this ideal self, it brings up, brings upon emotions of like regret and feeling sad that you're not, close enough or when you're too close to your true self but you're not working towards your ideal self I think it's important to have goals and so I think finding that middle ground that center that connection to your why or to your purpose is so important because it puts you right in the middle of that' of that spectrum where you have goals but you're also you know in in reality so I think it's a healthy it's it I think this is a health. This is a healthy concept to kind of play around with because both are aligned with your core or your higher consciousness, however you want to phrase it. So, I totally like went on a tangent. Um, but being in alignment with your center and just operating from there is my second biggest lesson that I've had this year. And the third. My dad always tells me this. He goes, "Slow down and listen." <laughs> that's like his thing all the time with me. I'm, I'm very fast. Like I like, I just, I like to get things done. I like things done quickly, on time, promptly, however you want to phrase it. And I go fast. I'm not one of those people who like, if I have an idea that sits on it, I execute very quickly. If I see something that I want, out of life, not necessarily consumer things, um, I, I sprint. I uh, could never run a marathon. I shouldn't say I could never. I'm sure if I really wanted to, I could run a marathon. But it has no interest to me at the moment because I like things done quickly. And Some could say that it's because I'm a millennial. Others could say that this has just been my nature my entire life. But this year, I've really tried to listen, slow down and listen. Um, listen to myself, listen to the people around me, listen to more podcasts, listen to more audiobooks, <laughs> however you want to phrase it. And really just listen to whatever it is that's coming through f- for me. Um, what is, I think it's important to look at what your community is saying. What are they asking for? How can you be of service? And I often find myself just wanting to respond for the sake of sharing about myself, but I'm learning very quickly. It's not about me. And I see this a lot of the times with creators because, you know, we are, we're always told like your story sells, like that's what people feel connected to. True, I'm not doubting that, but I think that there is a a way to deliver your story that's still about the other person and how your story can be of service rather than just sharing your story for the sake of sharing it. You'll get your time and right now it's not your fucking time. And I've told myself that a lot this year. So part of it is I need to slow down and listen to the person on the phone or in front of me or over email or however I'm communicating. And a lot of the times, there are things that aren't said in conversation. It's in delivery. It's in body language. It's in time. It's in, to- it's in their tone. And so that's one thing that I really, really worked on this year was trying to get better about really listening and then deciding how I can be of service. And if I'm not the right person, then let me see if I know anyone who can be of service. I just listened to this really good podcast um, with The Skinning Confidential, Lauren Everts and uh, Michael Bostick. They just interviewed this guy. Oh, I'm going to forget his name. Hold on. I'm going to find him on. Um, hold on. Let me find his name. Because you have to know this. Because he was kind of, I've been doing this all year, but I just didn't know how to articulate it. Um, hold on. I wrote it down in my notes. Yeah, if you guys don't follow the Skinny Confidential, Lauren Everett's and Michael Bostick, you really should. Um, they're, like, couple goals. I'm, like, actually envious of them. Hashtag couple goals, relationship goals. Okay, the guy's name is David Meltzer. Meltzer? Um like I said, he's kind of cool. He's not kind of cool. He's actually really awesome. I really enjoyed their podcast. Um, It's episode 156. If you want to go to the Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, it's available on iTunes and a bunch of other platforms. Or you can follow Lauren um, at the Skinny Confidential. Um, He asks these two really great questions. He said, these are like the two most important questions you can ever ask is, One, how can I be of service? And two, do you know anyone who can help me with fill in the blank? And I just, I think that's been another, I didn't want to include it as like a whole thing, a whole number four or a whole lesson, but that's been another thing is like realizing that I can do a lot of the things that I want to do, but sometimes it's out of my scope of work or out of my bandwidth. So I can do, I think in the beginning for me, it was a lot about proving to myself that I could do certain things. And now that I know that I can pretty much do whatever it is that I need to do for my business, but allowing other people to do it for me. And that has been a really, really difficult thing for me to that power, that control to be like, to give it to a VA and be like, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And like me not do it myself has been huge. Um, So letting go and asking for help and being like, hey, do you know of anyone who can help me with my website? Do you know of anyone who can help me with um, more of these tasks that I think that I can hand off to someone else? Do you know of anyone who can help me with a business plan or with these aspects of my business or my personal life that I need help with? So... I I think when you're able to ask for help, um, it actually, it sounds so cliche, it does really make you stronger. It makes you better. I think it takes a village of people, an army of people to make someone successful and to make people healthy. I think you know, it's important to take time out, whether you need to see a therapist or whether you need to see a coach or whether you need to hire someone to help you with that aspect of your business or your personal life or your home life. If you need a nanny, if you need a housekeeper, even if you can do something, it doesn't mean that you should be doing it. Um, just like my website stuff is a perfect example. I built my website myself, but now that I'm getting a lot of traffic There needs to be upgrades and I am not the type of person who wants to sit down and like spend eight hours building a website because those eight hours are really valuable to me where I can be of service to a client and really utilizing the skills and the gifts that I have and that I've cultivated over the last few years. So that's just a little tidbit. I'm like rambling at this point, but 2019 is going to be a really good year. I think a lot of things are going to come together. I think... There's still a lot of unknowns, um, and I'm still very uncomfortable in what I'm doing. But one of the things that I've written down probably for the last two years in my journal every day is that I'm comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. You have to, you must. It's a non-negotiable. There's never going to be any growth in your life until you are uncomfortable, And I know as human beings, we resort to this feeling of like, I want to be safe, I want to be secure, and I want to be comfortable. And that's great. That is like the primal instinct. You're literally listening to a primal part of your brain. But if you have, this is any inkling in your being that you, that there's more out there, there's more that you want to see, there's more that you want to do, there's more that you want to experience, you're going to have to let go of that control and of that safety and of that security, and really just step into being uncomfortable and unknown. It doesn't get easier, but it just, you begin to see that it's really, really worth it. So that's all that I've got for you. The next episode, part two of Delphine Pena's um, podcast, will be out January 2nd. Um, so I'm super excited about that. She's gonna be talking about how to get over holiday guilt if you were like me and you had a little bit too much pumpkin pie, a little too much green bean casserole, a little too much turkey. Like I said, I've been slamming water all day. Um, This is the perfect episode for you. Uh, That's all that I've got. Be kind, be grateful, be well. Love you your Bye.